This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios, Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. Mikey Meatballs is producing this disaster of a show and joining me as always, my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds at D3, Harry, Brother Bride, Darren, the Parley Kid. What is happening, fellas? What's going on, Sal? We're back, Sal. What's going on, buddy? I stumbled out of the gate. It's been so long. We had a whole week off. By the way, the last time I looked, I don't think we had taken a week off since... Paula, can you might know this? I think it was the third week in July was the last time we had. That a, makes sense. It's about right. It's when I went out to see you guys. I think we had the week off, and then we went through all of August. We got Harry. I'm not counting you, Harry. You, you know, Bruce Springsteen is your boss. Everyone's <laughs> boss. You go by a different calendar, but I don't yeah. think we had an against the odds off. Uh, felt good. Um, we have a new schedule, kind of. Yes, Mondays. No, uh, no, uh, guess the line to compete with. So we will be on Mondays. Now you're hearing this probably Monday afternoon. We'll be on Thursdays. And then on Friday, you'll catch us on cousin Sal's winning weekend right here on this same feed. Now, uh, Harry, did anyone do anything cool in our week off? I saw you went to, you went to spring training, Harry, right? I did. I went Saturday, Colorado versus Arizona and Scottsdale. Yeah. Only 78 degrees in Scottsdale. What a wonderful day. I did, you, wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't know it by the pictures. You're wearing this wool <laughs> knit hat and a freaking uh, snow parka. What the hell? What's going well, on with you there? I, I wore it because I, I wanted to, you know, when I'm out and about, like I was in Hollywood the week before and in and, uh, and, you know, the Super Bowl the week before that. Look, this isn't going to make sense. Uh, I'm warning everyone. This is not going to make sense. Whatever it is. God, yeah. Yes, I wanted to do, do a what? nice against all odds video for us and uh, give out a pick. So, uh, I decided to, you know, think that uh, maybe H Dog made an appearance with the uh, hat on and the sunglasses. Uh-oh. And by the way, since I since that Super Bowl pick uh, on videos for against all odds on uh, the uh, promoting Ringer and Fanduel, I am four zero. Brian, why are you laughing? No, since no. the Super Bowl pick, four zero. It's like and two video, and picks, weeks and video picks that I'm promoting against all odds. You, I'm four zero. You did get okay. Right. Was it Saturday? Or yes, sir. You did get the hockey. All right, keep the knit cap on. You'll, you, I mean, yeah. you might die of like a heat stroke, but it's worth it if you're four yeah. or no. It's pretty good. <laughs> uh, so listen, this time of year, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it's rough, you know, uh, but we have a few weeks off, not weeks off, but a few more weeks before it gets good again. We're already at the combine part like kid, right? 
We got bench pressing. We got 40 times. We got stuff like that. Actually, they have it on Fandle, some of these odds. For some reason, in Pennsylvania, you could bet these. So take a look there. Uh, go to it. You do uh, combine. Will the uh, 40 record be broken? Will the bench press Ooh. record be broken? 425, will that be broken? So that's nice. all this week. What yeah. else do we have, Parley Kid? Um, March 13th is free agency in the NFL. Uh March, uh, I'm sorry, conference tournament, March 12th-ish, depending on when you look at it, those Thursday games, selection Sunday, the 17th, and then the tourney begins on the 21st, March 28th, first pitch. Well, we'll get there, Bri, right? Yeah. Slowly but surely. Look, look, it's fine. Yeah, we got got enough. I mean, there's not, you know, a little bit less to gamble on. I will say I spend my time. Usually there's a a two- or three-week window after football that I just spend my time going to about, I would say, 20 random high school basketball games. Oh, wow. Yeah, because yeah. now we start with, we have like county championships, Long Island championships. Right. So I'll, I'll find my, I'll spend probably the next two Saturdays and Sundays there all day. And you can't bet on those, right? No, or do you unfortunately. Find like a disinterested no, you need to. That's the thing. That's the thing. We, we need to get to that point. We need to get to that point. All right. Uh, a lot of people ask me about my break. Oh, cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. That's the email address where you could reach us. But people ask me about my termite tenting uh, excursion. <laughs> so we had the, the joint termite tent in. And if you believe the next door app, there was a 175% chance we were going to get robbed in the process. Uh, I interviewed Harry. I thought maybe he could, uh, well, he volunteered himself as uh, maybe uh, watching over my house. And then after interviewing him, we decided it'd be more effective and safe to go with nobody. And so we did that. Smart, and, smart move. Well, another smart move. I don't know. I don't want to give all the credit to this towel. You know, my sister made me this towel of when I wrestled Santino Morella. What year was that? 2006, 2008? I can't even remember. Um, it's, I have Santino Morella in an airplane spin at the Staples Center. It's on a big towel. It's one of those things, if I, if I wash this towel once, it would be ruined. So I just hang it up here and I put it on the front door, Parlay Kid. Put it on the front door, kept the bad guys away. Not one break in in the two, Smart. two day period. Smart. Pretty good. Very right? good. Good job. Yeah. Yeah. I'm happy. I don't know. Maybe they did rob it. it, it uh, meticulous bandits if they did rob the place because I don't notice um, anything gone. But anyway, went away and that was it. That was my uh, week off. Listen, we got a lot to do. We got NBA, NCAA, basketball, NFL. There's like 20 topics I want to get to. Bed aches, baseball, lots to cover. When we return, let's take a quick break and we'll give our NBA play of the day. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. All right, NBA play of the day. Let's hit it. This is nice. We don't have to look ahead to lines that may or may not be Monday 
in the association. Pistons, Knicks, 11 and a half point dog Detroit is. You may not like this parlay, kid, but I'm taking Detroit. They're a, a little grittier than you'd expect. They're on a, they're on a losing streak also, to be, to be <laughs> honest. But they lost on a buzzer beater by Bancaro the other night. Uh, Knicks, on the other hand, lost five in the last six. Ananobi and Randall still out. I'm just looking at the spreads here. Pistons 13 and five against the number in the last 18. Knicks one and seven against the number in their last eight games overall and 0 and five against the number in their last five at home. They may kick Jerry Ferrara out of those front row seats. I don't know. They're not getting it done at home, at least by the spread. Uh, 110, 104 Knicks win, but give me the 11 and a half. Also give you James Wiseman over a half an assist. He's recording a system for the last five on the row. All right, Parlay Kid, you're sticking with that game. This is a nice one. No, I'm actually... Uh, oh, that's right. Um, He's bro- gone. Yeah, go ahead. Brother, yeah. brother Bry is uh, going... I, well, no, him and I have something very similar, I okay. guess, in a way. Okay, so... Uh, yeah, so I do like what you're saying there about the Pistons uh, with the Knicks. I don't think the Knicks... Not enough people are talking about how the Knicks were playing their best basketball in 25, 30 years. Yeah. And it's all gone to, it's all gone to waste with these injuries. It's, it's, uh, you don't, I think everybody's just assuming, no, oh, the Knicks are going to get these guys back and right. they're going to be fine. But when, when the word on the street, no, Randall's talking about, Oh, maybe I might need surgery. And Anobi's coming off surgery. Mitchell Robinson's coming off surgery. Hardenstein's hurt. Brunson's got to be wearing down. So I, I do like what you're saying there with the Pistons. Uh, I'm taking – so I'm going in this Raptors-Pacers game. I'm taking Emmanuel quickly. Mm-hmm. Over 25, 25 plus points at plus 400. I mm. love this number. Quickly, I think everybody expected him to go to Toronto and be like uh, this uh, unbelievable player. Uh, the Knicks might have had the right formula for him. He's He kind of went through a very uh, rough patch – with the Raptors, but over his last two games, he scored 24 in each of those games, and he shot 11 of 19 from three. So it looks like he's found his game, and this game is the type of game where quickly excels in because it's going to be a track meet with the Indiana Pacers. Uh, it's going to be up and down uh, the floor, high-scoring affair, uh, and quickly should really benefit from that. Like I said, he's, he's found his shot over the last few games. Uh, I think these these are the games quickly excels at. I think getting a plus four hundred here, twenty five points or more for quickly against the Pacers, who don't play defense by the way. Uh, so let's take quickly here in this matchup of uh, him versus Halliburton will be nice, but uh, quickly will be able to score. Getting a nice number here. Yeah, they give up the most points. Oh, no, the Hawks give up the most points. But they're uh, Hawks and Wizards and then uh, Pacers are right there. Third uh, for opponents' points per game. Yeah, you a little worried here, Parley Kid? There was talk about the Knicks. First of all, it doesn't look like anyone's catching the Celtics. But talk about the Knicks getting the two seed. And now, speaking of the Pacers, they sit at the six. They're a game and a half behind the Knicks. I'm looking. Well, that's what I'm saying. You don't. You, nobody's. Everybody's stopped talking about it now. But right. It, this is this is kind of like tonight is a must win for the Knicks, right? Tonight, tomorrow night against the Pelicans, they got a little some games here that they should win, regardless of their injury status. 
Um, but they got to get it done. Starts tonight. They're two games up in the loss column on the seven seed Heat. So yeah, they got to get it going. Definitely have Sad. to beat Detroit. Not I just good. think they keep it close. All right, Bry. Uh, Raptors, Pacers. You're hitting that Pacers game. Yeah, too. it's going to take the over two forty five and a half. And it's funny that Darren went with quickly there because that originally was going to be my play. I did like quickly over eighteen and a half points uh, because yeah, like Darren was saying, he's playing uh, much better recently over the last couple. And and that game's this game is going to have a lot of points. So yeah. it's funny that two forty five. Right. Doesn't it doesn't even seem like it's really that high. Right. Based on what we've seen this season, uh, even though that number, how big that number is. Right. Like two thirty used to be a lot. Now two forty five uh, is the normal. But the Pacers on the over are 19 and 11 at home this season, which is second best in baseball uh, basketball. The Raptors are 19, nine and one on the over on the road, which is the best in basketball. And, you know, these two teams just played right before the break. It landed at two fifty two. Uh, the Pacers are averaging 130 over their last three games. So again, track me type of game. I expect yeah. a lot of points here. So 245, but you know, I think the Pacers are going to get to about 130. And I, I think I, I like the Raptors to get in the 120s here too. So over 245 and a half. All right, Harry, is this, uh, what the hell is this? This is McNeese State. I was thinking maybe <laughs> yeah. this is a player prop. McNeese, I don't know. Is he on Denver? I have no idea. But it, then it says minus 10 and a half. So it's <laughs> McNeese yeah, State. Well, uh, I'm taking, I don't think they go by McNeese State anymore. I think uh, it's okay. just McNeese. Um, right. But I, I, I'm going to lay know. the 10 and a half. Yeah. Uh, minus 106 versus Lamar. Now, look, this is a team, guys, that in a couple weeks, we may see surprise somebody in the NCAA tournament. This team is 24 and three overall. They play in the Southland Conference. They're 19 and one in their last 20 overall. Uh, and that, inc- that includes beating Lamar by 19 in the first meeting. Eight of the last 10 wins have been by 16 or more. And, and they have non-conference double digit road wins this year, not just wins. Double-digit road wins versus UAB. They beat by 21. They beat Michigan by 11. And they beat a team who, Darren, you say is very, very tough. You told us over and over. Very, very tough at home in VCU. They beat them by double digits as well. Mm, You said that, Darren? You're the one who started this? (laughs) Uh, You said VCU is very tough at home, Darren. They're always good at home. Sure. So double-digit wins by you over UAB, VCU, and Michigan – all on the road, and they're only laying 10 and a half against the Cardinals and Lamar tonight. Harry, you they know roll. so much about what you know what state McNeese is in? Yeah, uh, Texas. <laughs> Louisiana? Lake Charles, Louisiana. Louisiana, yeah. right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> I love it. Uh, I wouldn't have got right. that right, though, either. Yeah, but you didn't just forcefully um, <laughs> throw McNeese minus 10 and a half. Down Joe Dumars throat. from there, Darren, right? Joe Dumars. That's right. Dumars there from there. Uh, all right. So that's uh, uh, Harry's taking McNeese. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think. Harry, by the way, your your streak continues. I don't know. You have four video picks in a row, whatever. But your streak of picking the Arizona teams wrong, I believe, continues. What was it? Was it Grand Canyon before yeah. we went on break? Okay. Yeah. So, all right. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, so before we, I gave them out in the pick, they won, but yeah. they didn't cover. And then right. since then, they lose to Tarlington, uh, Tarleton, and, uh, and they lose to uh, right, somebody else, uh, oh. Abilene Christian. All right, we need That's some. We, we need baseball. We oh. need football to come back. We needed to come back, Matt. All right, yeah. uh, all right, Celtics. <laughs> let's just go over some other uh, tidbits of the NBA. I mentioned the Celtics are just on fire. They've won eight in a row. Probably <laughs> kid. They beat your and Bryce Knicks. Yeah, they're plus two thirty. I'm on another text chain with the Ringer Wise guys. Like, I think Raheem asked, um, "Are they the toughest out right now? Like, are they like." 
if you're looking at any team to have to beat four times, I mean, it might be easy enough to say because they're the one seed and they're plus 230 and all that other stuff. But am I missing someone, Parley Kid, as a, if you had to play anybody? Is it still Denver or is it the Celtics? It's a great question, Sal. I, I personally uh, like the Celtics here. Um, after watching them play the Knicks the other night, I did realize that, well, here's the thing that would worry me a little bit about the Celtics, right? I, I think Tatum uh, is top five in the NBA uh, at this point, uh, but the Celtics' depth, I don't know if that's going to eventually come back to get them uh, during the season. It doesn't seem like it. If you look, they really play three or four guys off the bench. And you're talking about guys like Al Hawford. You're talking about Sam Hauser. You're talking about Pritchard. You're talking about Luke Cornett. Uh, these are certainly not, well, Hawford is, I guess, a household name. But um, you're, ta- you're not really talking about the best bench in basketball, but they seem to fit what the Celtics need them to do. I, I keep waiting for that bench to rear its ugly head, but it really hasn't affected the Celtics. It seems like they still contribute uh, to their winning. Um, that, that's the only weakness I could see is the bench, but I'm not really sure if it's a weakness, to be honest. They got winning players on that team. Yeah. They should be the favorite right now to win it all. We should be backing the Celtics. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. And, uh, well, they, I mean, you know, we say, go ahead, Harry. They say tough out, but, you know, the heat went through everybody last year, too. So it's just weird to – maybe it is what the Parley kid's talking about. They're not deep enough for a deep series um, come uh, April and May. What were we going to say, points out. Yeah, may, maybe so. But still, I think it, I think it is the Celtics. They have eight wins more than Cleveland Milwaukee do in the East to get to the, the best record at home, just three losses. Nine and two this year they are combined – Versus New York, Cleveland, and Milwaukee. And one of those losses was when Philadelphia had Embiid, and they don't have him now. And I think more than anything, I understand what Darren and Sal, you guys are saying about the uh, the bench. It makes a lot of sense. But for the starters alone, though, the start Boston starters, all of them, 47% shooting or better. And all and four out of the five shoot 82% or better from the free throw line. I think that matters down the stretch in games, the close games out. And Boston, again, just... Uh, Overall, best differential in games and points scored too, averaging winning games by ten or a little bit over than ten, a little more than ten a game. Yeah, I still, you know, I, I held big, big, big time grudges with some NBA teams, and I still haven't gotten over <laughs> when uh, they couldn't beat the Lakers without AD and LeBron, and I had them on a a big, big uh, monster parlay. Brian, what do you think? That them or Denver? Who would you rather play? Um, well, the thing about Boston, right, and it kind of rears its head in the playoffs sometimes is, you know, they are so reliant on three-point shooting usually that mm-hmm. at some point, you know, they, they've gone cold against some of the better defenses. I'd probably – I mean, I still could – I still think Denver you got to look at as the favorite, but I will say I was very close today to putting a ton of money on the Celtics just to win the East, though. Yeah, it's like minus that. 105, right? Like, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it's wh- even now. I'm seeing even on Fanduel yeah, plus one hundred. Like, I yeah. don't know. I really, I really like that. I don't know about the, I don't know about championship, but I feel like for the East this year. I, but all right, so what, let, what let's th- think about this real quick. So they should, should, should get to the conference finals, right? Right. And then they would be home, and they would be, you know, if they're against the Bucks, what is that? Minus one eighty. Yeah. Two higher. Minus two hundred. Minus two hundred. Yeah, yeah. But I, the only right. thing I was thinking is like. Do you take it now 
what will they be at the start of the playoffs? I guess is what I was trying to think because you know, to win the East. Yeah, because yeah. The, the only risk you have right now, I think, is just like Porzingis. All of a sudden, it could be mm-hmm. hurt, and if he's hurt, it completely changes this team. And then I don't know if they win the East. So right. Um, so do you wait? Is that going to be minus one fifty still? Like, is that going to be? Yeah, minus well, to Parlay Kid's point, they're not a very deep team, so right. they can't. Not that anyone right. can they really afford healthy. to lose a Porzingis at this point, but uh, yeah, it's, it, they're not going to come from nowhere to win these, right? Yeah, with a man down, a big player down. All right, uh, so that's that. Um, trying to look at some other stuff. Oh, Trey Young is out. It's going to miss four weeks with a finger uh, injury. They're plus four seventy to make the playoffs. They're tenth right now, three and a half ahead of the Nets. But still minus 290 to make the play in, Parley kid. Can the Nets catch them? I was trying to look at a plus number for them maybe to not make the play in without Trey Young for the next month. Uh, that's a great question. Um, can the Nets catch them? Ugh. They're not very good. Uh, I, I, think, know. Yeah. I think the Nets have given up playing basketball. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. And Atlanta, you see that stat about them? I think are they literally like 1500 and 1500 in their like existence now or something like that? Is that what Over it is? The last 3000, they are like the most uh, mediocre team of all time, but that doesn't really mean anything for this year. But uh, I honestly, I could see Atlanta playing a little bit better or much better team basketball without Trey young. Yeah. Uh, and I wouldn't be surprised if they play, you know, around 500 basketball, uh, the rest of the, you know, the next four weeks without them. I could see it happening. So I don't right. think the Nets will catch. They, so, they're not going to catch. So them. minus they're 290 hawks. for the play-in is good. Uh, yeah. That's good, at least for now. Uh, Victor Wembayama the other night, uh, five, he had a five-by-five, five, Harry. You know what a five-by-five five is? Yeah, you're thinking, you're thinking burgers. Five right burgers, now. burgers. No, yeah. Yeah. Cheese. I was five thinking burgers. Cheese. No. <laughs> as maybe far as the maybe. NBA is concerned, what is <laughs> a five-by-five? That was points, rebounds, assists, blocks, and steals. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh, Minus 600 to win rookie of the year. So he's running away with that. He becomes the second rookie to do this five by five since you want to guess. Do you guys know? Harry, you want to guess? The last rookie to get a five by five? Magic Johnson. Elijah Wan. Nope. Jamal Tinsley, 2001. Oh, wow. Five by five, and player all time. Well, yeah. steals. I was going to yeah. say the five by five rarely happens because I've won Banyama in fantasy, and we do bonuses. Yeah. And a five by five is like a like a four or five times bonus that we do. And oh yeah, this is the first time. You know, it's happened like I feel like twice over the last ten wow. years. It seems like it's but, fifteen all time. But he's only the second player to have back to back five by five, right? Is that well, no, sorry, five back to back blocks, right? Blocks, steals but, and blocks, steals and blocks. He Jordan won, did it, but yeah. the game before he was one assist away one from off. doing it too. So right. he was close. Mm-hmm. He was one assist from doing back to back. I thought he was going to get the game before. That's why I was so surprised he did it uh, the yeah. last game. Yeah. It'd be nice if they won in some of these uh, amazing <laughs> efforts, but they just don't really do it. All right, listen, we're going to bring back race to 10 um, next week. Let's do it, right? Jump back in. We pick a team to score 10 points before the others, and we yell and scream, and we do it on X, I think. And, uh, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I want to uh, jump into college real quick. The Cougars of Houston, number one for the first time this season. Purdue moves up to number two. UConn having lost um, – to Creighton is now number three, but they're still favored 
at plus 550, Harry. You uh, you called that Creighton up, upset, although you weren't really vocal about it until afterwards, I, I feel. <laughs> uh, no, I called that. I did call that. I did have that. But still, overall, um, you know, I, I gave out Creighton to win the whole thing. Uh, still can't always put it together. As we saw on Sunday, they lose to St. John's um, and didn't play well the entire game. We're down the whole time. I think UConn at plus 550, I think overall still probably the most consistent team. Um, uh, they played one, Hurley put together one heck of a uh, non-conference schedule, which I like teams to do, see how good they are overall coming into the tournament. They had a heck of a non-conference schedule. Uh, beat most of them. And uh, top six scores are all shooting 47% or better. I think that's going to bode well for UConn down the stretch and maybe win uh, back-to-back titles. Yeah. You notice Hurley didn't put McNeese State on the schedule. He's no, uh, doubt. He's no, no dummy. <laughs> uh, or Grand Canyon. St. John's uh, parlay kid, as Harry mentioned, upsets Creighton. After last week, Patino, head coach St. John's, <laughs> Saying he's miserable. <laughs> is this a is this a nut job? Good, is that a ploy? I don't know. Maybe a nut job, or is it is it a smart tact? Is that a one way to um, motivate your players? Say, hey, well, I'm I think a bad he did. I, yeah, I think he did uh, go after the players and say, you know, basically said it was very really disappointing mm-hmm. uh, to him. Um, but then he did backtrack, issued an apology to his players. And uh, then the players came out and responded to it. So, yeah, I, I whatever he did, uh, it worked, at least in the short term. So, uh, you know, look, he's not – Rick Pitino's at St. John's to win basketball games and turn that program into a uh, – back to its prominence. Um, he's not there to uh, just babysit right now. He's, he's there to win. Um, I get why he was upset. The team hasn't been playing well, but uh, he's called him out. Had a you know nice little apology and uh, the the boys as responded. of now, Darren, as of right now, I give Patino this year. I give him a C plus. Oh, that's important. I, I'm sure. Does <laughs> he know about this? Is he going to find out? <laughs> Hasn't been that impressive. And that tirade last week, you mentioned Sal, a little uh, off the wall. Um, C plus. <laughs> that was a big win. They needed something like that against well, Creighton. Well, still, not the greatest. No, but Paul Kid, he great. If you grade on a curve, Harry giving a C plus to any coach, any level, any sport. That is, I mean, that's a A with a bullet, right? Yeah, C plus. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, he, he still gave Andy Reid a D after winning the Super Bowl. I know. I know. Uh, Harry, Painter, Painter still doesn't get a good grade this year. So, what but. is St. John's? Oh, okay. By the way, I went through uh, all the because I'm hurting for content. I went through the. Last year's against all odds, February, March, and April, every topic we hit and the painter tink thing between you guys went on for months. <laughs> I think it went into June. Did he say, I, look, I it's, didn't it's say gonna... he was great. I said he was good. No, you said he was great. Meatballs, uh, fine if he said it was good or great. It went back and forth and back and forth. Yep. That sounded um, like a great. I can't wait. Great... They win it all this year. Pressure's on, did Big D. The pressure's on. Uh, pre- Purdue. Pre- <laughs> pressure's on Purdue. But guess, think about if Andy Reid wins the Super Bowl and they win the championship this year, you should resign. You should then. <laughs> you should have to step down from any of the sports talk that you do. Oh, interesting. Ooh, that yeah, that's good. You should. You I'm should. I don't you know would... if I give out St. Mary's and Fanduel right now are sitting at fifty-five to one. Uh, 15 wins in a row, 14 games have given up 60 points or less. Big date. St. Mary's 55. <laughs> All right. Out you there made too. up for it by yeah. giving out a pick that's ever yeah. going to come in. Uh, Harry, what do you think St. John's <laughs> is to make the tournament? They have odds uh, on Fandle. Still, still minus 270. To make the tournament? Yeah. 
Oh, to make it, you think? Oh, wow. So you should bet this. The yes is plus 134 to make it. Mm. Yeah. When Well, I- I'll say this, that obviously the committee would want Patino in there. Uh, he was in there last year. <laughs> Not obviously if it's plus he 134. Was in there, he was in there last year with Iona, and he, they right? would want a name in there. They would want St. John's in there. I understand it, but they still got to earn it. Still got to earn yep. it. Still needs more wins. But Sal, for them to make it, because I went over this with Tate on his spot uh, like a week yeah. and a half ago, because I think they were minus two something then to, to not, not to not make it. Yeah. But they had to obviously beat Creighton. And now they pretty mm-hmm. much have to they have to run the table, right? Kind of regular season. So when the next, how many do they have left? Yeah. A couple, couple left. I mean, not against great teams. But then in the tournament, they got to win like two more games, though, right? I would say two. Like, that's the key, you right? And it depends where everybody think, else yeah. lands. Yeah. Which, so, I mean, it's to their benefit. They're going to be playing at the Garden, too. So, I mean, it, they could. I mean, it's, it's, home, well, it's a home you They should be the win, benefit, but they they should win two of the next years. three. They have, they're at Butler, tough, whatever, right. uh, at DePaul and home for So that's Georgetown. what we're doing, Harry. We're going to bet Butler next game. Is that the next three games for them? We're betting Butler at Butler. That's it. Those are the last. They barely, they, middle of the week, Brian. They barely, they barely beat Georgetown midweek. Oh yeah, they could have. They almost blew a, like yeah, and they were yeah. up, what? They almost blew a fifteen point lead late in that game. Yeah. yeah. But back to Patino, real quick, Parley kid. Would you do this as a coach? Do you think this is maybe? Would you consider this? Um, you know, utilizing this method of uh, inspiration, telling the kids you're not having fun. <laughs> <laughs> I mean. That look, there are a lot of coaches that certainly probably feel that way at some point, uh, especially when there's a you know losing is never fun for a there's, coach. So. Yeah, track yeah. and field count. Um, <laughs> that that's one you, I can uh, live with, uh, regardless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, the result. <laughs> right before we went on break, I think the Thursday. What was it? The, was that a Thursday game, Brian? Maybe a Wednesday game. Caitlin Clark yeah. broke the record. Um, Thursday. Harry and I called it. We said it was a three. Harry, you more specifically called it. You said, I don't know. What did you say? Half court? You said logo? Logo. Well, I wish they it's gave close. that out for you. I wish they gave those odds out because, it, and it's funny though, Sal. I don't know if you noticed though. I know you were saying that day, like they took some of the odds off the board. She did yeah. say that day that she wanted to hit, like break that record hitting a logo three, which like, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. So they kind of had to take it off. Odds off. Right, I know. Mm-hmm. Well, guess what? We got another bite of the apple here because she's about to break the big, well, the, you know, the the Maravich record probably Monday. I'm looking. I think she's expected. We'll pick it uh, officially on uh, Cousin Sal's winning weekend, her method. But uh, the three is minus 140. I don't see why it should be any different, Harry, right? Yeah. That she want to do that. All right. So we'll do that. We'll look at that. Listen, lots of NFL news. Uh, We're going to take a break. We're going to hit it all. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right. Uh, what went on in the NFL today, Monday? Uh, the Bengals tagged T. Higgins. No, no surprise there. You know, put put all the greats around Burrow again and mm-hmm. run it back. Although I think, Harry, your guy Mixon is expendable at this point. Right. Even coming off a, a big year. But, uh, you know, 
We like Burrow, MVP odds. Paul, uh, kid, you took him for Super Bowl, right? 15 to 1. Is that right? I did. Oh, Harry, you did. All right. Let's stay with you. So you like this move. I do. I mean, I, yeah, definitely. If you're going to, if you're going to, uh, if you're going to um, give up on uh, and not sign Mixon, you got to make sure you got at least your receivers intact. And Higgins was a guy that could have went somewhere else, but they, uh, they got him in. And so that now they still have the three uh, real top solid receivers. Got to figure out what they're exactly going to do running back wise, but Burrow a hundred percent makes me feel confident about, uh, about the Bengals in this, uh, in 2024. All right. Parley kid to our, onto our Cowboys. Does this make you feel confident when you see a report that Dak Prescott is seeking a deal in the vicinity of $60 million a year? <laughs> Give it I to mean, him. Well, the, the, the cap went up, right? So it just keeps going yeah. up and up. So these numbers are going to be more and more ridiculous, but that would put sure. him ahead of Burrow, who was um, the highest paid at 55. Well, right, right. So it's just a game of musical chairs with the quarterbacks uh, passing each other for mm-hmm. highest paid as soon as they become free agents uh, and the cap will continue to go up. So I guess, you know, look, we've seen quarterbacks. It, here's the thing, right? So Dak, Dak was on um, – was franchise tagged once, if not twice, by the Cowboys, right? So I, I think he feels like, look, it's time that, you know, I did what I had to do. Um, the Cowboys have to do what I have to do what's in my best interest now. And I get that. But at the same time, we've all we've seen many great quarterbacks um work structured deals out that help them keep a stronger base team around that quarterback as well. Uh so yeah, I don't I don't like to see that, you know, because we talk about quarterbacks, uh, you know, obviously the advantage was years ago when Dak was on his rookie year, right? And he was great and they were they were paying their quarterback nothing. But I don't so I'm not a cap guy. I feel like these teams somehow work the cap out no matter what happens. They let somebody go, they get this guy, they let another guy go. So I'm sure they could pay him this money and still be a top flight team in the NFC. I, I, w- I would think I would assume. Yeah, sure. I mean, I, look, it's uh, there, there's a percentage, right? You want to pay the quarterback in terms of what the cat, the cap is. And we'll go over that with 60 million for sure. The percentage that's dedicated sure. to a quarterback, but yes, you got to spread out and you're right. Like, you know, you didn't say Tom Brady specifically, but that was the right. guy. I think his biggest asset, I think it's his biggest asset is that he didn't pay himself what he should have been paid. And he let the money go to other teammates. And uh, Belichick said, F you, we're not going to pay any receivers, uh, if that's what you're looking for, <laughs> to do that. So uh, yeah. 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 thank you very much. True. You're on your own there. True. But uh, you'll, <laughs> you'll throw to James White out of the backfield 15 times. But that's, uh, that's that. Meanwhile, I'm also seeing they're targeting uh, Josh Jacobs, Cowboys. Probably kid. Got to do something. Don't about like the it. Back. Don't like it. I mm. I don't see if you're talking about spending money, right? I don't think you will um, though on these you, guys. I just don't know how much. Well, I mean, you'll, my, you'll, spend, my, you'll spend more than most uh, other running if backs. If you're gonna but, have to break the bank on Dak, you can't. Yeah. Be overpaying for a running back in this day and age. Yeah, that's that's the spot where you'd have to find a, a, a bargain. I, mm-hmm. Unless Jacobs is willing to take a really team friendly deal. I mean, I'd like to have him if right. you know, he wants to come in on uh a two year ten million dollar deal. I mean that's not happening. So I mean it could uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It I don't could. know if it's not that Brian would you would miss it. I like you, I don't know. Was no. Barkley a deal for the Giants this year? Like he's he's definitely not gonna get what, what he got. 
last year and didn't, didn't hurt himself really. Yeah. Look, <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I, that's what I think. I mean, I do think if the Cowboys are targeting him, that's probably what you're looking at, right? It could be, you know, mm-hmm. one or two year deal. I think that, you know, with some of these running backs that now that that's what it's looking like. And, and I mean, I'm fine with, you know, as much as I like Jacobs too. I mean, again, in the running back market, I think every Raiders fan is okay with seeing him go, whether, whether Zamir White is the running back or whether or not you're drafting a guy in the third, fourth round nowadays, right. it's, it's, you're okay with it. But yeah, I could, I could totally see Jacobs taking a one-year deal with the Cowboys if, if he wanted to play on a winning team. I could certainly live with that. Well, we'll live with anything, right? Like uh, one of the amazing stats is, uh, uh, and I bet all these running backs under yards and Pollard went over and probably kids, speaking of letter grades, I think we'd give him like a, a C minus or a D. Yeah. I, I feel bad. I, I like the guy, but I, they had him lined up for me to interview on radio row. And I'm like, what am I going to say? We're, we're definitely cutting this guy. Right. <laughs> I can't, I, I'm not going to. I don't want to interview him. I like him. I like yeah, what he did for us one. years ago, but they're definitely cutting him. By the way, he turned out he didn't even know that. Uh, what didn't he know? He didn't know that Zimmer was in on defense. There was something weird he didn't know that it happened like three days before. No, I think was, that's uh, what it was. No, oh, wasn't no, 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 was? no. He didn't know that. Um, shit. The, the last year's coordinator is gone. Is head coach. What, what am I thinking? Quinn? Dan Quinn. I'm losing my mind. Dan yeah, he didn't know about Dan Quinn. Yeah. So anyway, uh, gotcha. that's that. So, but there is good Cowboys. And Des Bryant hit a four hundred sixteen thousand dollars parlay. <laughs> uh, yeah, Des. What mm. was that, Brian? How many legs was that? I can't remember. He, he risked seven hundred sixty-seven dollars and made uh, cleared four hundred sixteen grand. Yeah, good by him. Yeah, what was it? It was yeah. uh, I think it was six, thirteen teams. Yeah, I think 13? thirteen teams, six hundred to one. Is that what it was? Wow. I'll say Beautiful. this. Yeah, I almost, mean, yeah. I looked at the salad guys. I looked at the teams. He, he wasn't just taking minus eight hundreds on the money line. Yeah. No I mean, kidding. he had a few, he had a few <laughs> up there, but he took teams like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> he took teams like North Dakota minus 10 and a half. He took awesome. Grand Canyon over Cal Baptist. He had Wyoming had to finish it up with Nevada, yeah. both plus one Oh five on the money line. Yeah. Who, who knew that a cowboy at some point would be my hero. Uh, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> it might be my hero. I know that's you, crazy. It's usually from McNeese State. You tell me thirteen teamer. You told me you tell me six teamers are nuts. Thirteen. Yeah. Man. Would he give it back, Parley Kid, if they counted it as a reception <laughs> against Green Bay? <laughs> so I, I think he would. Yes, definitely. I think he would too. But this is more impressive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is actually more impressive. Yeah. I don't know if I what yeah. I would do. Uh UCLA hired or they're close to hiring. I keep saying it. Uh Eric Bienemy as offensive coordinator. So he's gone from Washington. Obviously, he was Kansas City's OC for the longest time, went on, moved to uh Washington. They didn't do very good offensively. Now UCLA hired him. I guess, Bry, he's given up the dream of being a head coach in the NFL. Yeah. Um, what are you gonna do? It's just the, they're not calling. Yeah, it's a weird thing. You know, I was even I was curious about that this season too with the commanders, right? Like at times, I mean, Howell was putting up some monster numbers to start the season, but they were kind of still a mess offensively. Like that, you know, that team was so bad in general. The line couldn't protect them. I mean, with some of that on him, I'm not sure. But obviously, there must be something. There's there's still something that we don't know about yeah. that 
just either I just would not work out as a head coach. Uh, I don't know obviously. what it is. I mean, they've said how he doesn't do well in interviews and stuff. It's like, mm -hmm. all right, we've seen some imbeciles come through well, and become head yeah. coaches. Although it's funny, right, though? Like, you know, it's funny with UCLA, right, that Kelly leaves – to be a coordinator. Yeah. And yeah. Right. He right. He goes from the NFL to be a coordinator at UCLA. I mean, now you have two UCLA running backs, right? Running that. Uh, yeah. That's exactly. Oh, you, yeah. You have Forgot two running, not, not UCLA running backs, but two running backs running there. Yeah. The, the team. Yeah. That's fine. And I'm looking at, we don't have to hit this now, but I just um, did think this was a little weird. Harry, did you see it was favored to win coach of the year in the NFL? Um, what did we say? Uh, <laughs> Who do we say? Just look at the outline. I know. I know. Uh, Harbaugh, you said, right? Yes, I, I did. I did say that. Um, yeah, he's eight, eight to one. Yeah. I, I, I'm just. Wow. Fair. Well, the only thing I'll say is what's their over under going to be for wins? Like this award usually goes to, um, you know, uh, five and a half, six win team, right? Yeah. yeah. Or a team that just w above their expect expected yeah. wins, right? So it's Tamiko Ryan's was one, you know. Yeah. Well, this it's, is also a team, Sal, that's not Andy gotta, Reed. Like Andy Reed's last at 60 to one. Yeah. And they can have 13, 14 wins. It's just he's got to win the division, so right? He's got this win team the has talent. Yes. He has talent, the mm -hmm. solid quarterback, and they have leadership now, something they didn't even have close to having mm -hmm. under Staley. Yeah, I know. But I, I, I don't know. I, that's what my point is. It's baked into the line. I mean, what? What do they have to win? 11? What? 10? And, and their over under will be what nine nine and a half uh, maybe at least that's what it's I mean be it's at least not nine that much of a he's gonna have to not win. that much of a he's jump. gonna have to win he's gonna have to go like thirteen and four and win the West to win it yeah right, right? yeah uh, but you know what what he's got going for him is the Chiefs probably don't give a crap if they win the West anymore oh, yeah, yeah. like we did we right. did, sure. we, that's, we did that's it, huge we did yeah. it on the road yeah, we proved that we could do it on the road doesn't matter these games are all gonna be tough anyway uh, one more other thing I wanted to hit before we take another break. Um, the college semis are what a week this is going to be. My God, as bad as this week is and some two <laughs> weeks are going to be. The, so the semifinals are going to be Thursday and Friday, the college yep. football semifinals before the wild card weekend, which is Saturday, Sunday and Monday. Oh, my God. <laughs> I need to I need to start putting money away now. Uh, <laughs> How are we going to do this, Paul? Well, this, this oh, so good. This, so this is the best weekend. This, this is this the has best be weekend. Sports, this is though. Vegas weekend, right? This I is mean, a Vegas this weekend. This is a Vegas weekend. For everybody sure. goes. Oh. This is the Vegas, right? This is March Madness now, like in terms of right, like yes, Thursday, Friday, that's, Saturday, that's what I this mean, is, right? Crazy. Well, I always like yes. the next weekend better for football when you got the bye yeah. teams playing, right? But now I but think now, this is better. Yeah, I think this is this is the way, this right, Harry? It's incredible, and we saw. And I mean, I know two years ago we didn't see anyone play real well. That was as, that was the seventh seed or sixth seed in the playoffs. But it was it worked out this past year with Green Bay, and um, right. and it could be uh, it's going to be it's going to be one it's going to be magical that week. It's going to be insane. Although that's the word. Although magical. Yeah. Although now that I'm thinking about it, so now that you said it, right? Then that next week you're getting the finals, those great and the, games, and then the final right. on Monday. So I mean, mm -hmm. right. So that's oh, man, I got to make sure I got to make sure I got that. Those that those. So uh, we should take clear, off that Thursday, make sure. Thursday all the way to the following Monday. So about 10 days we need to be I in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> 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 I think we could do it. 
We get there at Harry and I'll oh, share a room goodness. with the Luxor again. Right. Yeah. Yeah, those, yeah. Not a lot. One, nice. one interesting thing I saw on people mad and Notre Dame fans in particular, four, the four top conference winners are going to be the top seeds. So Notre Dame could go 12 and 0 and they, they'll, right. be, they'll be playing that first week. Um, which they're not going twelve. Well, that's, no. that's their fault. Join a, they join could, a conference. They could, they, could, they could join the ACC. Join the Big this Ten. Join my, the Big Ten. Join whatever. Join, you could join one of these big conferences. It's fine. Join it. Well, brother, they, they play like well, four ACC teams yeah. a, a year. Just jump well, in. They, exactly. They are an ACC team and everything else. If they, hopes, if they yeah. want it, maybe this will force them. Uh, this might. Maybe this will force well, them. Yeah, but I mean, this is not. This is by design. There's no accident. The NCAA wants you to join a conference, yeah. right? They're having enough trouble with teams leaving conferences so they want you to get in one and then you'll be rewarded with the uh it's going to be so much fun by, by the it's way Sal, did you hear though that which i think is absolutely terrible that they're already trying to think about 14 teams are they really yeah they yeah. i can't they never tried six which was perfect right it really i think six still would have been good still would have had this thursday friday thing if you wanted it 14 come on enough 14, you might have a four-loss team in there at 14. Yeah, I mean, eventually I then it's become, you know, the sub FCS subdivision is still, that's still 16, right? Or is it more now? Yeah. It actually might be, is it more than 16? It could be even 20 now, I'm not sure. Four weeks, yeah. They I'm might have sure. an outer right. bracket, yeah. Listen, let's take a break. We got baseball and bed aches and uh, mail and all sorts of stuff. We'll be right back. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, it's time to deep dive into the collectively crushed soul of the D3 in a segment we hate to call Bet Aches. When a bet makes you sick and you make the wrong pick, it's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. It's a bad ache. I got one. Can I go first? Because it's fresh on my mind. Sunday night. I'm in it, you know, look, I'm betting everything now. I'm, I'm soccer in the morning. I know you don't like it, parlay kid. I got, I got to have something when I wake up. I have to have something that played before I woke up. Then I go right into these uh, NBA player props. And the one that bit me Sunday night was Cam Whitmore over 12 and a half points. Now, he had 11 points on four of six shooting with 557 left in the second quarter. Now, I can't <laughs> complain about his playing time. He's the ninth man, whatever. It's fine. But anyway, they take him out. He's four of six. We're like, oh, well, we can't see any more of this. So they take him out. They bring him back with 440 left in the third. And he gets called for a charge and then has a bad pass turnover and then a lousy shot from like 24 feet. So he's out again, right? Bring him in in the fourth quarter in the beginning, another miss, and he gets a shot blocked. They take him out. Now I'm thinking that's it. This game's kind of out of hand now. And so KC... They put him back in. He's got 11. I need 13 with 128 left. Down 13, which is ironic because that's what I need out of him. <laughs> Lugansk Dort fouls him with 37.1 left. Bricks the first, makes the second. Uh, 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 damn it. So good. 
That's, Welcome to no football. Unbelievable. Oh, that's a that's a tough one. What the hell? That's you had eleven with five fifty-seven <laughs> a second. It's not like he got hurt. It was a close game. Be careful. Wow. Be careful in player prop land, kids. I don't know. I might just hit the unders now. At least they're winning at some point. If you bet under player props, right? I feel like this happens to me more than a player getting a full overtime and benefiting from that, right, Bry? The unders. Um, Damn it. Well, I've lost the opposite way before having the unders and the guy makes both free throws like right at the end yeah. of the game, right? It's just, you, you can't win. You can't win. It's really rough. That's right. You can't win. All right. Tell <laughs> us how you couldn't win betting against your Islanders. Well, let me first, I first wanted to start this out with, you know, football season. I had a really good season. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. my, my uh, bankroll, yes. I, I jumped up a good amount. I, you know, I had a, my, especially in the playoffs, I, I, I did really well. And then as soon as the football season is over, which is the case all the time, I just I have immediately started a win streak, a losing streak. And I have I don't think I've won anything almost <laughs> almost since like maybe a couple little things here and there. But I will tell you, you when you start trying to parlay college basketball teams, <laughs> yeah, becomes impossible. Like the other day I had, I was like, you know what? I'm going to go with Wake Forest against Duke because, you know, they're home. And then I'm going to parlay that with Baylor against Houston because, you know, which was like a very even game. And then, you know, Baylor's getting Mm -hmm. killed. Baylor's getting killed. They come back though. They tie it up, goes to overtime, then they lose anyway. So I was like, all right, I'm just getting killed any way I could. But the thing was, we're on a text chain about the Islanders every night. And and we have a couple of buddies, Darren and I, and Darren, Darren joins in a lot of time just our two other buddies just bashed the Islanders right from the start of these games. And rightfully so these Islanders have been up like two goals in the third period, like 20 times this year and have blown almost all of them. It seems like, so the Islanders on two last Tuesday, this was, they're playing the penguins up, you know, it's three, one, mm. um, uh, then it's four, two, the Islanders up with 10 minutes left of the game. Uh, and then what does Pittsburgh do? They immediately, they tie it up pretty quickly. Uh, goes to overtime. So at this point in time, though, too, the Islanders have lost. They lose. Once they go to overtime, they pretty much lose. So I was like, fellas, I'm just putting a lot of money here on the Penguins. I'm putting a lot of money on the Penguins here in overtime. Um, what happens? The Islanders score like immediately in uh. overtime. And I'm I'm done within, <laughs> you know, 30 seconds there. So it was like betting against the Islanders there uh, did not pay off. And of course, the Islanders then proceeded to be terrible the next two games after that. Uh, but uh, uh, so uh, terrible. Man. Terrible. Yeah, it's tough. Brother Bry, our NFL reigning um, regular season champ. That's all. That's how we'll be remembered. That's well, fine. With Parley Kid, yeah. <laughs> with the Parley Kid, right. Tied at the Or top. I guess, yeah, but, since I'm reigning. So, yeah, yeah, yes, yeah. reigning. You yes, won the year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, Parley Kid. Yeah, I mean, I, I hit the UFC. I, uh, by the way, I'm texting you guys about UFC fights that you're not watching. <laughs> like, I feel like I'm really... <laughs> Really hit the degenerate zone here. I'm like, oh yeah, this is a second fight on the card. Well, yeah, I was minus twenty one. <laughs> I could. By the way, watch that fight if you can. The <laughs> one I was telling you about, where the guy was minus twenty one hundred after the fight and lost the decision and had nine takedowns in front of the home crowd. Don't so that was find, interesting. I do find it nuts because I mean, I was yeah. I was at a volleyball tournament in Boston, so I couldn't watch some of those earlier fights. Right. And of course, I got uh, more losses in the main card for me that I had. Um, but I do find it funny though. Like they've been doing it for a while, but the fact that they have odds up when the fight pretty much ends, it's it's crazy. And then the fact that you could win a huge plus money is even crazier, right? That's the biggest I've ever seen. Uh, I know they're screwy decisions, but how could anything, if it's, if it's going to be 29, 28, which it probably should have, 
Right. How could anything be a minus 20, 100, whatever, with the screwy scoring systems and yeah, everything else? Nuts. But, well, Paulie, kid, you had a good one. This is Moreno in the main event. Yeah, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Moreno, uh, Brandon Moreno fighting Brandon Roy Val. Um, you know, anytime I've ever seen Moreno fight, one thing I would say about him, he accumulates like a lot of volume. He, he goes at guys. And one thing I've always noticed about Roy Val is he's kind of funky. He does some weird stuff. He's effective, but he's not like a, I don't ever, I don't think anybody's ever been scared of him as a puncher mm -hmm. per se. He throws a lot of leg kicks, etc. But Moreno fought that fight like he was afraid of Roy. It was such a strange fight for a guy yeah. who usually goes toe to toe with some of the best punchers would not go toe to toe with Roy Val. That being said, uh, we got him at minus 300. I got him on some parlays. You know, I just threw him in because I I'm a I'm a Moreno guy. I always thought like he's just a notch above Roy Val. Nothing against Roy Val, but he never went after him. Yeah, and here's the weird thing. I can't even blame the judges, even though one judge had Moreno winning 49-46 and two others had him losing 48-47. But if you were scoring that fight, it was an impossible fight to score. Moreno landed a, a more of the heavier shots, but it wasn't. there weren't many of them. Well, Roy Val landed more of the, the kicks, which there were a lot of them. And I guess that was the difference in the fight. I just felt like if Moreno did anything, if he just fought like an average fight for himself, he wins that going away. He just, it's almost like he just decided that this fight, he doesn't want to get hit anymore. He doesn't want to take any more punishment. He's taken enough in his career. And that's fine. Uh, but not again, if you have UFC, inside. Yeah. Well, right. And this UFC continues. To bite me. Yeah. Again, <laughs> I'm catching these guys. I, I told you, I, I'm I, I'm catching these guys. I give them one too many fights to go with. That's it. They, they're killing me. They're killing me. I, I'm with it. Yeah, you had Volkanovski the week before, right? Or two weeks right. before. I, I, You know, Paulie Kid, I was looking at that first round because I had Marino, too, to close out a couple of parlays. So that was great. And uh, yep. by the way, I thought he won because I forgot that they were both named Brandon. And I heard the winner, Brandon. I was like, oh, yes. Like, hey, why is he so upset? Wow, he's really playing it cool for being upset. I'm like, oh, yeah, right. they're both named Brandon. Right. I'm not a let's go Brandon guy, but what the hell? What happened here? But that first round, I thought, I was like, oh, this is what's going to kill us. I looked at significant strikes. It was like six to two, Marino. And right. someone had Roy Val winning that round. You know, it's like, but, I, but was, how do you get that round? Difference, yeah, right. That sucked. And yeah. that, that was the 48-47. Uh, for Roy Val. Yep. Well, the, the two yep. of them anyway. Uh, all right. So that's it. Harry, no bet aches? No bet aches. No. Okay. okay. Listen, for you. You, guys have, you guys having problems winning? Just jump on my uh, over-unders in hockey. <laughs> oh, yeah? All right. Yeah. Do you have one tonight? Yeah. Do you have one tonight? Yeah, give this one out. <laughs> Nothing. All right. All right. Mikey Meatballs, play the music. Get us out of here. When a bet makes you sick And you make the wrong pick It's a bet it's a bad egg. It's a bad egg. All right, real quick with baseball. Oh, my guy, uh, Kode Senga, shut down for at least three weeks. And if you asked 
Brother Bry's friend is like an orthopedic surgeon or something. What did he say? That's it. He's done, right? Well, this he's an athletic a, trainer, but he's usually he's pretty good uh, with these things. But moderate he's like, capsule strain back of the he shoulder. Just, he just, I mean, he's also a med fan, so he could have just been like playing it down a little bit, like being like, oh, they're done. But he did say uh, he's probably done. Well, I mean, that's the thing where it's like, well, maybe he won't be out until June, but even if he comes back, it could right. be done. In terms like, of that's Kluber the thing. this, I think. Right. Yeah. Could, you be effective? could you be effective? I don't know. It's, right. just, it's crazy to think, right? These contracts the pitchers get uh, still, and yet crap. it's like you really don't know what you're getting. I know. It's terrible. Meanwhile, Cody Bellinger signed with, I mean, that was the big free agent, right? Three years, 80 million signs back with the Cubs. Um I know he had a good season in 23, but how committed do you want to be to a guy whose barrel rate was just in the 27th percentile, Harry? Oh, well, I mean, it's <laughs> just, a, a, just a nerd stat I picked up. I don't even know. Is that I, bad? That's I guess that's bad. Though. I don't know. Yeah. He, he is 28. It yeah. seems like he, to me, it seems like he's older, but still just 28. Did have, yeah, did have a great season. Had second most RBIs uh, he's ever had in a season. Most stolen bases. He had 20 and, Batted over 300 for the uh, for only the second time in his career. Cubs are plus 210 to win the Central. I think that's pretty good value considering they're making the Cardinals the favorite at plus 145. What did the Cardinals do last year? Nothing. Why not the Cubs? The Cubs killed me last year. I had them to make the playoffs. They lost some remarkable games last year in, mm-hmm. uh, in extra innings and just blowing leads and yeah. stuff like that. But, yeah, I just hate too many teams, Barley Kids. No good. I guess there's no one to no one to bet anymore. Peter King retired. Damn it, damn it. I love that column. I really did. And I had him on Cousin Sal's winning weekend. I had him on the year before. And I ended our interview and said, listen, don't ever take Christmas off again. He took Christmas off and he's like, uh-huh, okay, I won't. No fun. And and now um he's taking all the Christmases off. My God. And I mentioned he's just such a great, so much better than Simmons as a writer. And um I'm gonna miss him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I, like, uh, I really like uh, Monday mornings. I'm like, uh, I, I, I mentioned this in a tweet. I'm like, oh, what are we going to do Monday mornings? They're like, yeah, your podcast with Simmons is Monday mornings. I'm like, oh, I'm not counting that. I'll go back and listen to that. Are you kidding me? So that's that. Are you a Peter King fan? Yeah, I was. And I will say this. I got a Peter King memory, Sal, about six years ago when the, if you remember, <laughs> at the Arizona Biltmore when the, uh, players, uh, the uh, coaches and owners meeting was going on. Uh-huh. Uh, I happened to weasel my, I knew I've been in that place a couple of times. I weaseled my it's way not, into the say, You can't say happened to weasel. It's you, I weasel. Okay. Okay. Weasel. Happen, I weasel my way into the party You happen to come across $20 on a rug or something. That's yeah. what you happen to. You purposely, <laughs> yeah, go ahead. The food was amazing. The party looked, the atmosphere was crazy. <laughs> and uh, I happened to see Peter King right there. And I asked him a few questions about the upcoming, uh, you know, uh, season, and he was more than happy to shoot the breeze with me for like ten minutes, which wow. was very cool yeah. of him. Nice guy, good guy. I'm gonna miss that. I have a giant was it giant beat reporter there on for Newsday in the '80s? Isn't that how I, it got yeah, started? I think that's yeah. Well, I I would assume that was either his start or shortly after his start. It's the paper yep. I delivered. Yeah. So there you That's go. That's correct. That's correct. All right. Well, Miss Peter King, I can't believe he's doing this to us. Uh, Cousin Sal against all odds at gmail.com. Peter Salato writes, hey, Sal, in the D3, hope you enjoyed yeah. the week off for Sal's depression. Now the football's finished. I have a short-term solution for you. In the past, I've tried to get you into rugby league, not rugby union. Australian. Yes. Yeah. Mainly do of yeah. state of origin series, but our season kicks off this weekend. And the first two games are being played in Vegas. Did I, did we miss this? This is, 
when did he write this? February 25th. Oh, no, that is this weekend. All right. Uh, nice. Coming up, uh, I believe it'll be shown on Fox in your neck of the woods and would like to hear some feedback. All right. They'll be playing games there for the next five years. So it might be something to get into. At least it's not another. At least it's another sport. Harry doesn't know much about that he could put into parlays. Um, they've sent four of the better teams, so it should be interesting. Yes, Enjoy the Peter. shows. Cheers, Peter. All right. We'll check it out. Maybe that's our Vegas weekend, guys. Yeah. Yeah. First rugby uh, <laughs> games in the, in the rugby league. Well, that, that's, there you go. that does sound pretty cool in like uh, yeah. in Vegas to get to go to something like that. Yeah. Pretty cool. Listen, I, I, I like rugby. I don't understand. It's, it's something like you, you have to watch like a three or four game, even though it's not. You know, you would think it's like football. There's a lot of things different about yeah. it. My son played. You must know little Sal after watching. I do. Archie I watched Archie. Game, he know. played in Italy. Went to Italy and played a couple teams. They weren't very good, but um, but it's interesting. I mean, it, it's one of those things where, you know, you, one of the differences is you score, you keep the ball. So Archie's team would lose like sixty three nothing. They would never <laughs> touch the ball for like two and a half hours. It was like, I mean, that's the way to go. Sal, we just pound the money yeah. line on the favorites there. Well, yes, I'm sure they haven't figured that out. Yeah, mm. <laughs> this mm-hmm. with this one weird rule uh. that only I picked up on, where they favor the team, good teams keep the ball. So that's it. All right, listen, we will be back Thursday. I think that's a good podcast out of the gate. What do you think, Harry? Not Definitely, bad, bud. Right? Definitely. All yeah. right. We'll be back Thursday. And then on Cousin Sal's winning weekend on Friday, it'll be these guys. It'll be Scalabrini, Brian Scalabrini. Oh, nice. Scalabrini's Celtics good. legend. He's going to be on nice. uh, with us there, too. So that does it for another episode of Against All Odds for Mikey Meatballs in the D3. I'm Sal. Thanks so long and happy handicapping. You must be 21 or older and present in select states. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. You have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Kentucky, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, and Virginia. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text NEXT STEP to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit C cpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com in Kansas, 1-877-770-STOP in Louisiana, visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.NET in West Virginia or call 1-800-522-4700 in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gamblinghelplinema.org or call 800-327-5050 for 24-7 support in Massachusetts or call 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text H-O-P-E-N-Y in New York.